I'm Amy Fox, and I'm here with Dr. Jared and Dr. Evan from Achieve Wellness. This is the Achieve My Wellness podcast. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, I know that you talked to Chris Valentine last week, and um, he's been coming to Achieve Wellness here in Alexandria for a while. I'm a brand new client, and I'm excited. I've just been in a couple times now. We are excited to be back here. We got some pretty good responses from our first podcast, so we're excited to keep this thing rolling and see where it grows to. That's the cool thing is if you ever want to go back and get some more information, you can always go back to previous episodes. So we're starting out these first couple just kind of getting to know what Achieve Wellness is, what you guys do. And um, so I all I can speak to is my first experience there. Uh, so I can just tell you that in the past I have gone to chiropractic um, places. I've never been to one like Achieve Wellness. It's so different. And I've even had other ones. So um, I'll let you guys kind of talk about what it's like when you go in. But you start and, you know, talk about problems that people might be having, but you don't really need to start with pain. I think you guys covered that with Chris a little bit. Um, But you take the x-rays and you can actually tell exactly what's going on. And that's incredible to me. Yeah, and I think that... uh you know, we are different and we pride ourselves on being quite different in our community. Um, From the moment that you make a phone call to our office or that you look at our website or you find our Facebook page or the moment that you walk in your door, um, we pride ourselves on just lifting people up. And I think that's one of the most uplifting things that we can do in the community, especially in this day and age, is to make people smile when they come in the door. So we try to make our environment very, very loving and very, very kind of comforting in in that kind of day and age and that aspect of of things. Um, And I think you're absolutely right. We try to really start with the foundation of people on where is that disease process coming from or where is that dysfunction coming from in that person's body. So forming that ultimate foundation and teaching and educating people so that they can understand and then take that information and start applying it to their life is ultimately kind of where we start in our office. I find it really intimidating usually to go into a new place, a whole new system, and I have to say it was very welcoming and, like you said, bright, (laughs) cheery. Nobody was like, you don't know what you're doing here? They just kind of took me and went, here's what we do. Isn't this cool? And it really was. And also, um, everybody talks about not having a lot of time. That's one of the main excuses you guys probably hear. It's an amazing system that you have that if you're running behind, you can still get in on your appointment. That, that blows my mind. We, apri- we pride ourselves on efficiency and flexibility because, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people out there in our busy schedules where it, it's hard to take an hour or so out of your day to go in for an appointment. But with our systems we have in place, we're able to see hundreds of people in a given day and just get people to do everything they need to do to warm up their spine, get adjusted, do the physical therapies afterwards. And people are usually in and out of our office in about 15 to 20 minutes tops. It's unbelievable. So probably I'm not uh, different than a lot of people where when you think about starting with chiropractic care, you're thinking about back pain or problems. And so that's kind of been the source of what I've thought of that. And I never thought of it as the foundation of the rest of my health ever. Um, So you guys opened my eyes to that. And I was thinking about it when I went in and I thought, okay, you know, I've been all over the place. I'm a 44 year old mother of three. I haven't taken very good care of myself. I have been on every diet you can imagine. I've done the ones where I got real skinny on just shakes and bars and then had terrible digestion problems and all of these things 
just culminated and I never thought about, oh, well, you know, if my spine is in line and I have good posture and that helps the muscles and the nerves that these systems will work better and I'll feel better. You know, I never I never put that together before. And it's, um, you know, I think you're in the same place that a lot of people are and they think that chiropractic is for just, you know, neck or back pain. And uh, we we really don't have a grasp on how amazing the body really is and what it can do. Um, a lot of times we think that our heart is because of our heart problem or, you know, it's not necessarily a nerve issue or the same thing with your digestive system. It, it could be something that's blocked with a nerve that's causing the digestive system or our thyroid or depression or anxiety or ADD in kids or ear infections. There's a whole just amazing kind of side of chiropractic that we're not really taught in our society. We're taught how to really brush our teeth and take care of our teeth, but we're not really how to and taught really how to take care of our spine, which is even more important. Um, and it's the most important thing that we can take care of is preserving the inside so that we can get better life on the outside. Well, I like that um, another part of your process is you, like you sent me home with these little exercises to do at home. So um, you know, I'm thinking about my, in a weird way, my daughter, she's about to get her braces off. So when she gets her braces off, she's still going to have to have a retainer for a while to keep her teeth in place, right? Uh, or she's going to have to keep getting her teeth checked. And I never really thought about before. I've gone in, got my back cracked, went on my way, went back in when I had another problem. Well, why not keep them in place? <laughs> you know, I never thought there were exercises for my spine or my neck or anything, my shoulders, to keep them where they should be. Exactly. You know, pain is the greatest motivator for people. That's what gets people to do something about it. But really, once the pain goes away, it's really all of a sudden your health and your spine and your nervous system gets pushed to the back of your mind. And, you know, you start people forget very quickly uh, how bad they hurt <laughs> when they first started to come into our office and then all of a sudden they start to feel good again and then they just don't realize the importance of taking care of their spine on a regular basis. You know, when you came in and we took your x-rays and we're looking at the structure of your spine, you know, one of the biggest things I like to tell patients is, yes, we're looking at bones here, but to be honest, we don't care about the bones. We care about what those bones are surrounding and protecting, which is your central nervous system because your brain is the master control of everything in your body. Your brain is what tells your heart to beat. Your brain is what tells your lungs to breathe. Your brain is what tells every single nerve and cell to function in your body. But your brain sends messages down your spinal cord and out through the nerves, which exit from between each of the bones in your body. And those those nerves are so vitally important to the overall function of your of everything that goes on inside your body. So if those nerves are interfered with or pinched or damaged at all, whatever that nerve controls is not going to function properly. So yeah, we look at the bones, we look at the structural stability of your spine, but our greatest concern is, is there any pressure on your nervous system or irritation to those nerve roots exiting your spine so that your body can stay healthy? Yeah, it's on. It's really unbelievable what you guys can see. And that's what's so cool is when you can go to an expert that can look at that and go, well, this is why you might be having some trouble here. And I see why you circled that little part on the shoulder because your head is kinked over this way. And it's it really is just crazy. And, and what I think is really cool is I could ask a question like, well... I do sit all day. Like uh, you told me, Dr. Evan, like you're not supposed to be sedentary all day. You're, and I have a job where I sit all day and I should do more about that. But um, I was like, well, then if I'm going to sit all day, what kind of chair should I be in? And he's like, uh, maybe try a yoga ball chair. I was like, that's a great idea. I never thought about it. It's an awesome idea. 
Yeah, we can do yoga ball chairs and standing desks. I mean, just there's all sorts of things to get people moving or active, but you're absolutely right. Sitting's the new smoking. And so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the more we sit, the more detrimental it can actually be to our body. Oh, I was just telling my husband the other day, we went to sit out on our front porch and I said, we've become those people. And he said, what? I said, we make noises when we sit down and when we stand up. I sat down and I was like, ugh. <laughs> I sat up and I was like, ugh. <laughs> This is bad. We're only in our 40s. Yeah. How bad is aging going to be for us if it starts hurting now? That's not where I want to be. Over 90% of the nutrition to your brain comes through motion of your spine. So we have to stay in motion. There's an old saying that things in motion stay in motion until acted upon by an outside force. That's a physics term. But that is so true for your body and for your spine. Uh, as long as you keep moving and as long as you keep the discs in your spine flexible and have motion through there, they will not degenerate. But when we are sedentary, when we go from sitting at a desk for eight hours a day to our job to then getting in our car and driving for a few hours a day and then going home, sitting at the dinner table, and then we sit on the couch and watch TV, this is a habit that we see throughout American culture right now. It is drastically affecting our overall health as a country and a society. So we have to get more motion back into our day and get more flexibility into our spines for there to be proper nutrition into our brain and our nervous system as well. And I feel like we always talk about everybody has excuses. You know, everybody's got them. Um, but when you're telling yourself this in your head, it feels true. Oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. But um, I don't, especially for me right now, I could tell you all of the episodes I've binge watched on Netflix, uh, especially in the past several months. So I have the time and it is important. And I don't think it really hit me before either. Like I said, I've tried every diet. I've gone occasionally to the chiropractor or to the doctor only when there's a problem that fitness is ongoing. It's never ending. And that never really hit me before either. It was like, okay, if I hit this amount of pounds, then I'm going to be done. Well, no, that's not how it works. But it really never clicked in my head. So I feel like when people are giving themselves these excuses, they feel real. They feel like, no, I can't do this. I, I'm, you know, I can't fit that into my life. And then when they start feeling the difference, it kind of starts to click a little right. bit. And I think you're onto something there. It's, it's, it's all about making sure that we're staying in motion because one of the things that we talk about, Dr. Evan and I talk about in the office, is disease does not wait. Mm-hmm. Right? It doesn't matter how busy you are. It doesn't matter how many um, soccer games you have to drop your kids off at or hockey games you're going to or whatever it is. If there is disease building in your body right now, it doesn't care what's going on. It's going to continue to take over your body. It's going to continue to take over your life. And ultimately, if you're not making time for the disease process that's happening right now, it'll make time for you. So yeah. either either one, you're going to make time for it, or the disease is going to say, hey, now you got to take time because I've completely ravished your body. And unfortunately, now you're going to have to take time to, to, to really focus on it. And sometimes you can overcome that disease process. Sometimes you can't. I mean, you look at heart disease and cancer and diabetes. If we're waiting for these things to really occur in people's bodies and in lives, unfortunately, sometimes the outcome isn't as good as if they would have been more proactive or more um, kind of leading in their life and, and around their health. And let's be honest, there are people who are um, a little bit more pessimistic, glass half full people that say, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to die anyway, mm-hmm. so I might as well enjoy it. I'm going to have another piece of cake. I'm going to have another glass of whiskey. I'm going to have another cigarette, whatever your vice is. Mm-hmm. And everyone's got some. But um, there are things you can do, though. It's not just you don't have to be passive and wait for life to 
be taken from you, right? Correct. I think, you know, one of the things that you look at when you say that too is, you know, I look at that as almost a selfish comment when people say that. And that's what I tell people in the office as well is that, you know, that's kind of selfish because look at all the people around you that love and care about Mm -hmm. you. And when you watch somebody go through, I mean, we almost lost my father-in-law to a major heart attack this last February. Um, When you watch somebody go through a process, um, it's amazing how much your heart just kind of bleeds for that person, how much you care about them. Um, I watched my grandfather go through um, Parkinson's disease Mm -hmm. for the last five years of his life and how much I, and then you watch how that destroys the family around it and how it really affects the people around that one person that is making that decision. Now, with Parkinson's and heart disease, and sometimes we don't have the decisions, uh, you know, that that we can do with as far as smoking. Mm-hmm. I mean, that disease is upon us. We have to, you know, love that person for what they are. Maybe they don't have a lot of control over the right. situation. But when you're talking about putting a cigarette in or you're talking about doing something that's harmful and you're making that choice on a daily basis, you're not only affecting your life, you're affecting your family life, you're affecting the people that you work with, you're affecting, you know, there's, there's it's a kind of a domino effect on who you're affecting. And so, you know, when we, when we see people that, well, I'm going to die anyway, or I, I'm just going to live life. Great. Live life to the fullest, but let's make good decisions that really not only benefit you, but benefit your family and benefit the legacy that you're going to leave behind. That's such a good point. And unfortunately, there's never a status quo when it comes to health. You're either making choices that are going to improve your health, or you're making choices that are going to dismantle your health. There's never just a status quo where you're staying the same. You're either moving towards health or you're moving away from it. And that it's unfortunately, that's just the way it is. So if you want to move toward health, and that doesn't mean immediately every single thing's going to change, but I, I like that you guys start um, with the foundation of the spine, but you also have other five essentials that you go through at Achieve Wellness and kind of get people through the process to um, being advocates for their own health. I used that phrase earlier this year. I had a breast biopsy. Luckily, it came back okay, but all of a sudden I was like, whoa. And I said, you know what? I'm going to be now an advocate for my own health. I'm going to tell people to get checked. But not only that, what am I doing to make myself healthier? So that is my goal now going forward. Um, So what are the other five essentials? Um, We've talked a lot about the chiropractic care and the importance of spine health uh, that you guys cover to help keep people healthy. The number one foundation that we start with is always the nervous system, like we've been talking about this whole show. Um, The second thing is your mindset. Do you believe you can actually heal or not heal? Are you a victim to your circumstance? Are you going to overcome? Are you going to be a survivor? You know, what is that next mindset surrounding yourself with gratitude and loving situations and loving environments? Um, We have choices every day to either put ourselves into a negative situation or to even a positive situation. I mean, look at what's happening with politics and everything around us right now, or even, you know, people wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. You see all this des- decisiveness and this division that's taking place. And so where are we putting our time, our energy, and our mind? Are we putting it towards good? Are we tor- putting it towards you know bad and evil? So we have that choice in the mental aspect of things. Then you're absolutely right. We have nutrition and focusing on nutrition or oxygenation or how do we exercise or how do we just continue to get rid of the toxins in our, in our, fifth, uh, in our fifth essential. Those are kind of the five essentials that we really hit. Ultimately, the grounding foundation is the is the nervous system and, and our mental health and our and our mental well being on where are we putting ourselves and where are we putting our energy on a daily basis. I absolutely love that. Um, I feel like it goes to that saying. I don't know if you've heard is you know whatever animal is inside you, the one that survives is the one you feed. Like if it's hate and anger or um, being unfit, we could say. 
that you're feeding that if you're just going to continue then you can have a victim mentality but you're not doing anything to change it and it's all in our own power to do that and it's really nice though that we don't have to be alone you guys know what you're looking at you know how to guide people you're treating people of all ages and stages of fitness absolutely and you know to to your point there we try to take people through baby steps. We don't expect people to be all of a sudden perfect on all five essentials from day one. Mm-hmm. You don't have to change everything you're eating from day one. You don't have to all of a sudden go join a gym and work out seven days a week from day one. We want to take baby steps. And we're always going to start with the spine and with your mental health as well. Understanding and getting to the point where you can be an overcomer, where you can understand that, all right, if I do the right things, my body will change. Because there's a lot of people out there that have the mentality of, this is my diagnosis. There's nothing I can do about it. This is just the way it's going to be for the rest of my life. I just have to learn to live with it. That is a lie. And that is not true. And once we get people past that barrier and make them understand that, hey, if you can fix these things in your life, your body is going to heal. Your body will react in a positive way. And then people start to get on a roll and they start to have energy like, yeah, yeah, I can feel the difference in my body when I make these better choices of what I'm eating. Yeah, I even though I'm a little sore, I have more energy if I wake up early and exercise. And then when I start removing these toxins from my body, I can feel that I'm not so fatigued throughout the day. I can feel that I don't have the, the just that groggy, sludgy feeling when I really have clean eating and clean products in my household. And then people start to get really excited about all the changes that they're making and they can see it not only in the way that their clothes are fitting, they can see it in how less sore their joints are and they have more energy to go play with their kids and their grandkids. Uh, we just had a woman who basically when she came into our office, she could barely walk. Uh, she was in so much pain. She uh, was going through a worker's comp and a ladder and a shelf fell on her head at work. Ugh. And she went through months and months and months of physical therapy and literally was still at the point where she couldn't walk. After a couple months in our office, she is now taking her grandkids who are two and five out to play at parks. She's running around with them, playing on the floor with them. And just the joy in her eyes of, hey, I'm able to do this again when I never thought I'd be able to even be able to pick them up again. And so those kind of stories are really what keep us going and give us the energy and the passion to do what we do and want to change this community. Because, yeah, we don't expect people to be perfect right from the very beginning. Yeah. You know, I I really think that's so true. And it's um, it's one of those things where I hear a story like that and I'm like, I'm not even in that position, but I feel a lot of times trapped by my own body. And I don't want to feel that way anymore because, you know, it's like oh, my kids want to do this or do that. I don't think I'm going to climb that. I don't think I'm going to do this. Why not? Well, that's the position I've put myself in, but I have the power to take myself out of it. And that's what's what's really exciting is that you guys can be right along with people and do that. I was thinking about my daughter because she um, she is 13, almost 14. She plays hockey. So she started doing this workout where they're on a skate treadmill. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know a thing like that existed. So she came home and she was so excited after a few of them and she's charting her miles per hour. And she was just like ecstatic talking about how fast she was. And I thought, when was the last time I felt like that where I was trying to achieve a goal, you know, physically and did it. And I know that you feel elated when you do that. And it could be, you know, a lot more minor of a goal. It could be walking a mile every day. And so it's, it's, it's where you are. I love that you're where people are. And they don't have to feel like they have to be fit before they come in. They can come in as they are. Right. And 
I think that, you know, you look at this, yeah, you look at your daughter and how she charts it. Yeah. I think even adults can chart their wins, you know, even yeah. if it's a small victory in a day, it's amazing how much joy or how much, uh, you know, how much just uh, excitement that brings to your life. And so having a journal, you know, and, and, and doing that, I mean, those are things that we even tell our patients to do is like, Hey, don't look at so much the negative in your life, start focusing on the positive and you'll get more positive, start focusing on the wins and the victories and writing those down on a daily basis. And it's amazing how you'll go back through your journal over the course of a week, a month, a quarter, a year, two years, whatever it is. And you'll see all these victories and all these amazing changes that you're making. But it does, it starts with one brick, like Dr. Evan was saying, it starts with one brick to build that brick wall. And so you have to make those lateral shifts. You start, you have to start somewhere. We all have to do. And the, and the first thing is making that choice that you want to change and then ultimately reaching out for help and ultimately getting into a great situation or a great uh, community that can really help and support you and serve you. We are going to uh, be bringing our kids into Achieve Wellness because I know you deal with a lot of athletes as well. Um, and then, so we'll have some things to talk about there. But then in future podcasts, I know a couple of things on people's mind right now, really obviously health and how can we mm-hmm. boost our immune system um, and try to not get sick. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we go there next podcast then, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things that... Uh, people have been asking about in, you know, as we're getting into this uh, chillier season in Minnesota, it's also known as cold and flu season. And we want to make sure that we keep our bodies well and healthy. That's actually one of the greatest benefits and uh, testimonies we hear a lot from our patients as they go through and they're under chiropractic care and maintaining this lifestyle is, hey, we're just not as sick as often. Like we used to get colds and flus multiple times every year. And we have patients who have been in our office for three to four or five years now. And they're like, I don't remember the last time I actually got sick. Mm-hmm. And that's just one of the greatest uh, benefits of chiropractic care is just how much it boosts your immune system and keeps your body well and healthy. All right. Well, I can't wait to talk about it. Uh, Why don't you tell us where we can find Achieve Wellness here in Alexandria, Minnesota, or also online? Great. We're located in the Will Creek building over by Snap Fitness, or you can find us on the web at www.achievemywellness.com. And the phone number to Achieve Wellness, 320-762-2055. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Now that you've gotten to know a little bit about Achieve Wellness and Drs. Evan and Jared, you're going to be hearing more and more tips about how you can live a fuller, healthier life. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you.